Welcome to Real Authors in Real Time podcast, where we explore the world of writing, publishing, and book promotion. Your host, Carmen Renee Berry, co-founder of Berry Powell Press, is a New York Times best-selling author and has been on Oprah and featured in Newsweek. She helps aspiring authors create top-quality books that transform lives. Join Carmen and her guests as they share insights and experiences in publishing and learn how to bring your message to the world. And now, Carmen. Today on our podcast, we have Eric Freedom, the author of Don't Run From the Fight, The Freedom Framework for Men's Power and Purpose. Welcome to the podcast, Eric. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Now, I am in awe of Eric. I have to admit it. Um, he has he runs his own CrossFit gym, very successful and thriving. He mentors young men, but I think the thing I I am most impressed with is how he invests his time in his marriage and as a father. He really walks the talk, and he has done a lot of work in his own life. The stories in his book are very authentic, and I would like to ask Eric to tell us the first story in the book. Tell us what uh, what happened in your childhood that sort of set you in a particular direction. Yeah. Um, so to give you some context, uh, I am the firstborn of two boys in a second generation Chinese, Taiwanese, American family. Uh, my parents are first generation immigrants and uh, they immigrated to the United States, uh, mainly the suburbs of Los Angeles in the late 70s 70s going into the 80s um they were both first generation immigrants um and you know my story my story really begins with like many of ours the generations um, that have come before us so i came into this world uh in 1987 and it's funny because we this we're talking about writing books and and telling your story and it's very interesting because like i, I don't feel the book was like a memoir um, because I think the book was written and, and we teach particular frameworks in this book. It can read like a memoir, but it, it feels like I'm still living in it, right? So I'm, I'm still actively living in it. And so the opening scene is uh, takes us to a memory that I have from when I was in elementary school. And it was during a season where my parents were going through a very difficult time in their marriage. They had been... I think I'm on the precipice of divorce probably for like many, many years. But in our culture, you, you don't just do that. You don't just do it because it's, it's a convenient or inconvenient to, to do that. And I think they probably had tried to work through their relationship for many, many years. Um, and in hindsight, even when I look at their relationship uh, as a reflection of my marriage, I, I noticed that they had a very rushed relationship. And I think they had kids at a very young age. And they just weren't people that had grown into themselves yet. Um, the opening scene of the book is me walking out into uh, my backyard. Or I hear uh, my, my brother and I are having uh, it's just like a typical afternoon at home. At the time, my parents were separated. Uh, and my dad was living in like a, it's like a guest house that we had. And he was staying there and he, he had just come home or he had just come back. And he was having conflict with my mom. I walk out. And uh, I hear a gunshot. I walk out um, and I hear a second gunshot as I turn the corner. Sorry, this is not a, this is not an easy story to tell. Um, and um, 
yeah, you know, every time every time I relive it uh, and tell it, it's uh, that that was that was a very defining moment in my childhood and became a defining moment in my life that I for many years actually erased from my memory. But as I grew older, uh, realized that it was such a huge part of my formation and my being um, over my uh, adolescent years and then into young adulthood. Now let's so. make sure the listeners understand that your father uh, took two shots at your mother, but missed. And he missed, yeah, thankfully. So your mother's still alive and your She's father's still, still alive. alive. Yep. But what did that do for you uh, in terms of your feelings of anger and growing up? Yeah, um, you know, as many men are, I think uh, one of the core similarities I see between a lot of men in society is that we don't we aren't very engaged with our feelings we aren't very engaged with our emotions i began to become uh someone that was not aware of how to feel in moments i really just had two major feelings um that i knew to go to and um, we talk about it in the book obviously but the two major feelings i had were like pretty much happiness and anything outside of happiness was like anger so um, I began to develop into becoming a very angry young man. And anger began to become a major theme in my life. So so the title of the book is Don't Run From the Fight. What is the fight? Yeah. Um, the premise of the book, like not running from the fight, is first recognize, see, see the fight, and then approach it and walk towards this idea or concept of anything that is the biggest discomfort in your life that is holding you back from becoming the person that you were meant to become. It's the thing that's holding you back from having purpose or power in your life. One of our first uh, attempts at a subtitle was uh, how to win when your opponent is you. And I think that was, it really captured the essence of the book in terms of the wolf is is inside of you yeah. the wolf for your limiting beliefs it's not somebody else you can you can win the fight with other people but that's not the fight that will make a difference in your life yeah so who is this book for yeah this book is for uh you know what i i used to think that it was for like a very specific person but as as this book has been out for now we're on like a month now, right? It's been about a full four weeks or so. Um, and I've been getting feedback from people from all over everywhere, uh, reaching out, telling me that this book has been really good for them or it's been really redemptive for them. Um, even women have reached out. So I'm a little confused about who it's actually for right now. But the original intent of who it was written for, um, it was for men uh, potentially between the ages of... Um, I'll say like 18 all the way into your 40s. I specifically wrote it for the person that I was three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. And, and different, in different chapters and different frameworks, I'm essentially teaching myself these lessons that I had learned during those seasons of life. It's for, it's for that group of people, but I, I, I do really feel now four weeks out of being published, I feel anyone can benefit from reading the book. Um, That's fascinating. So women yeah. are giving you feedback, huh? Women are giving me feedback and said, why did you write this book for men specifically? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Just because, you know, you are one, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how did the writing process change you? 
Yeah. If we look at the original manuscripts, a lot of them were taken from like things that I had written over the years, right? And that's kind of like, I'm a, I'm a big ice cream fan. So like the base, if you will, of our sorbet, right? It's like the, the milk and the, 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 the strong, the, the sugar, the sugar in the milk, right? Um, I think if, if this was like a fictional book, it'd be a, like a very different conversation that we'd be having right now, right? Um, but but it is not a fictional book. It, it is like it is my life. So it's taking very personal things that were um, written for myself, and then some surface level things that were shared for others because I wanted to challenge them or to inspire someone in some different way. Um, and then we kind of made those things public, um, and through even auditing like these stories, um, you start to ask yourself in a deeper way, like who who are you really? So. I would say as a result of working through these writings, I've never had to ask myself in so many different ways over the course of two years who I really am as a person. And um, those are that's a really big question to ask. That's a huge question. Yeah. And in the process of telling your story, which you've been very vulnerable in the book, you were also telling stories of your family. Mm-hmm. How did that work with you negotiating with your mom and your dad? Yeah, I mean, t- t- to be uh, completely transparent, there really was no negotiating back and forth with it. <laughs> I, 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 I told I told them that I was doing this thing, and I, I kind of was like, like, what do you think? You know, uh, for for my mom, for for many different reasons, it's, it felt. I think for her, I was a little bothered by her approach at first because I think she felt like she 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 kind of made it about her, right? Like this is so redemptive for her, and and with who she is, and 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 the pain and and suffering that she's experienced, like I can understand why why it felt that way for her. But I had to many times explain to her like. It's not about you. It's not even the book's not even really about me. Um, it's about the reader, you know, and your story, like many of the other stories, given that story is a very powerful story, but like many of the other stories, and it's just really there to drive in the point of the frameworks that we are trying to teach. So um, that's kind of how I went with my mom. There was really no discussion with it with my dad. Um, I was like, hey, I'm writing this. Here's what's written. Are you comfortable? Sign off if you are. And... Much of our communication up to this point of my life has been very much this way. In fact, that's actually probably a lot of communication because I usually don't ask for permission for things. So, um, but it has definitely changed our my relationship with my both of my parents and and even with friends throughout this process. How has it changed your relationship with your dad? It has changed it in the best of ways. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think everybody needs to write a book to experience healing uh, with their family. And, and it's not and it's not promised. It's not promised. Right. This wasn't a uh, this wasn't a plug and play. This wasn't even my expectation. I didn't write the book for him. You know, um, I wrote I wrote the book to tell the story and to help others that have gone through what I've gone through um, or something similar. But as a result, actually, um, it has been tremendous healing for, for me as a person. And I think when you tell yourself certain stories, it maybe as you dive in deeper, you start to see different angles. I definitely was able to see, I think there are layers to it. I think, I think when I look back even now, which it's only been a month, but over two years and then over six years of being a parent now, the, the, the moment that you become a parent, it's like, it's that quick. You realize, wow, my parents 
it was it's it's not possible to be perfect it's like it's like like there you lower your expectations that you had of your parents really quickly i remember when i had my daughter the first time i, I remember i called my mom and i was like mom i i just want to say sorry for all the times that i was such a jerk growing up like as a, <laughs> as a as a young kid or as a teenager and i'm sorry for like that i was so difficult i know that you were doing your best right um and it just kind of humanizes like your parents a little bit more and you realize that we're all just people trying to do life um and then when you go and write stories about it and you go back and reflect there's it's almost like this deeper process of really flushing out what really is true while a lot of those stories don't change and they remain fact and history um how i feel about these same stories in a different decade or through a different process changes who you are in the writing process so I've experienced tremendous healing from that through the writing process. And as a result, my posture towards my own father has changed a lot just in the last two years. So our relationship is nowhere near where it was five or 10 years ago. It's, it's much better now. Much better, yes. When I first started writing books, I wanted to convey my message. I had something important I thought I had to say. I was a little arrogant, actually. And... What I did not realize is that writing a book actually changed me. Every single book I've written has had an impact on me. This is Eric's first experience with it, but it has been a powerful, powerful catalyst for things to be worked out in a deeper level and, and in your relationships. And it's been very exciting to be part of that. I'll reflect back to like the day that you came and visited me. I think it was the day before the book launch. And you came just to kind of see me. It was the first time you really kind of see me in my space. So I think it'll probably give you more context to who I really am. And it wasn't really till um, the book launch was over. And everyone went home. I was like one of the last two people that were there. And even my, my, my wife and kids went home first. And as I'm like turning off the lights, I sit there, I stand there, and I, I reflected back to the conversation that we had in the room, in my, in my media room. And... It almost felt like, like I could breathe for the first time. And I took like a breath in and I was like, man, like I just finished a marathon. Yes, <laughs> that was, yes. that was, that was, that was two year long, two years long. And the only way that I could like, just kind of help you wrap this concept of what you're sharing is I'm a different person from the person that finished running that race, that marathon was a different person is a different person than the guy that started running from when I put my shoes on, tied my laces, three, two, one, go. Um, and that's a really powerful thing to experience over the course of two years. Like didn't even real like not even realizing who you're becoming in that process. Becoming an author really is a life changing experience. And one of the reasons I came over there was just to be as like, let's pause for thirty minutes here and say this is happening. Yeah. Uh, this is this is going to change you, and it is, has changed you. What advice would you give to other authors who are thinking about integrating their story, writing a memoir or a self-help book that uh, um, includes their personal journey? Yeah. Um, I think the, the first thing I would say is that I think everyone has a story. If you already realize that you have a story, then then if you if you look at, where does mankind start, right? We start with trying to figure out our most basic physiological needs. Breathing, food, water, shelter, clothes, 
right? Sleep. As we level up, all the things that like we appreciate over time, like even technology today, like we don't need to have technology the way that we have it today. But the, the reason why we want to use an iPhone is because at the end of the day, even using that tool is an expression of art, mm-hmm. right? And, and the highest levels, uh, the most beautiful pinnacles of like humanity, what we are experiencing is sharing and living in each other's art. It's why we watch movies. It's why we watch documentaries. It's why we read books about the greats. It's why Hamlet has survived centuries. Mm-hmm. It's why it's required literature in school. It's why in 10th grade, you read Lord of the Flies and you learn about the conch and you learn about how savage a bunch of kids can be to each other on, on an island when they're, when they're together, right? And art is storytelling at its purest and simplest form. And the truth is that like, we all have a need or desire to, to express ourselves. And writing a book is probably one of the, the greatest things that you can do. And I think a lot of people will do it. Like, I never did it to try to, and I, I feel bad saying that uh, with my publisher on, on the phone here, but I never wrote a book to try to sell a million books. Like, I, I hope it does really well, and I hope that it reaches whoever it's supposed to reach. The first gift that it is is to the person that writes it. How can somebody get in touch with you, Eric? I'm sure they're going to have questions for you. Yeah, you can reach me on Instagram at Coach Eric Freedom, and you can find my website at ericfreedom.com. Thank you so much for coming today. The book is Don't Run From the Fight, The Freedom Framework for Men's Power and Purpose. And it's also apparently applicable to women. So uh, get your copy on Amazon and at a bookstore near you. Thanks for coming, Eric. Thank you. If you like our program, send us a comment and visit us online at barrypowellpress.com.